0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. We have Horowitz and Graceffo back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Graceffo is a huge Mets fan he thinks they're going to end up finishing the season still playing when the Yankees are at home. That was the same Well, I remember back in July, we're talking baseball and trade deadline and he's like, they're done. They are done. Horowitz, you're a impartial observer as a Yankees fan here. How many people do you think in New York, the largest city in America had already bailed on the Mets?
2: Uh, Every single Mets fan, every single baseball fan, every single taxi driver that doesn't even follow baseball, I think it was universal.
1: I rest my case, Your Honor, because you're out of order. Graceffo's out of order. The entire Mets fan base is out of order. Mets will not make the playoffs. There you go. And if you're going to make the playoffs, it's going to be the Dodgers' invitational in the National League. In the Astros Invitational in the American League. Dodgers and the Astros. And I love our friends in Boston, but it's Dodgers and the Astros. Anybody there at CBS Sports Radio in New York City disagree with me, Horowitz?
2: Uh, I do, for one. Uh, as a Yankee fan, you know, this team's what, 35 games over 500? let hundred. Uh, let's not anoint the Astros just yet.
1: Do the Yankees have the pitching to beat the Astros in a seven-game series?
2: In a seven-game series, I would argue that they stand a better chance than in a five-game series. It okay. all depends where the games are being played, because if you remember two years ago when they played, it was the home team winning every game. I think the Yankees have the offense that can take down any pitching, although pitching is paramount in the postseason. But if you can get Tanaka right, perhaps get Severino back, um, and then you have Herman. I can roll with those three guys.
1: Yankees, Indians, Twins, Rays, Red Sox, A's. Who would have a better chance at winning the American League over the Houston Astros?
2: I would argue the Yankees. Objectively, the Twins just can't ever get it done in the in the postseason. Um, I'm not quite sure out of, out of Tampa and Boston uh, if either – or we'll, we'll get into the postseason right now. Um, so I would argue probably the Yankees.
1: National League, from the following teams, if we went Cards, Cubs, Brewers, Graceffo's Mets, Braves, Phillies, probably, am I missing anybody? Maybe D-backs could get a wild card or Giants. Who would have the best chance of getting past the Dodgers? to win the national league and get to the world series.
2: If the Mets got in, I would watch out uh, just based on their pitching. I'm also very high on on the brewers. I know that they've underachieved so far this year, uh, but they have the talent I think to, to make a run. Uh, But I do agree with your initial assessment that it'll be the, uh, the Dodger Derby there in the national league.
1: Yeah. They're just loaded. And again, Astros, I, Man, I I look at Granke, I look at the pitching, and I I think pitching gets it done. Uh, Can the Red Sox get it straight? Bullpens will have to get the baseball in the seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning, close the door. It's going to be a great run. But baseball is great in those cities I just mentioned. Beyond that, it's Dog City. And that's why I love what baseball announced with the Field of Dreams and building the 8,000-seat temporary park in Iowa and having the Yankees and the White Sox kind of reenact Field of Dreams arguably probably after Miracle I would say Field of Dreams would be the best sports movie ever probably Touchback where I was the voice with Kurt Russell Barry Sanders did a cameo that would be my third best movie because I was a play-by-play voice what about six years ago, seven years ago, the movie Touchback? You ever see that movie, Gricef uh, Horowitz?
3: I have not, Bill. You got to send me it. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah. Can we get a signed copy? You got to send us. You got to email us. It's a good movie. File. It
1: really is. It's a good movie.
3: Well, we're have not you... saying it's not.
1: It, it, it Kerr Russell, I mean, the, the speech he gave, you know, and my, my voice work should have won. Probably Brady was robbed for Ted, 2. For an Oscar, and I was robbed for an Oscar as voice of Touchback. I don't even know where you can get it. I, Google, it, you probably download it online. Do they Just have a the best touchback.
3: voiceover for Oscar? Do they have one of those?
1: No, but I should have won one. Well, I
3: know you should have, but they don't. I don't know if they have one. We need to start a
2: campaign across America, get everyone to watch this movie, and write to the Academy that you were
3: robbed.
1: I guarantee this movie right now is at the bottom of some $5 DVD bin.
3: Most definitely.
1: <laughs> I don't even know if I get the five. It was a good movie. It, it really was. It was. It's a good football. It's a football movie. Because Field of Dreams is, you know, I, I liked Miracle because again I thought Kurt Russell was so good in that. But Field of Dreams, one Miracle, two, Touchback, three. Uh, three best sports movies for you, Graccepho. How old are you, James? Are you twenty nine?
3: 31.
1: Wow. Man, you're getting old. I know. Uh, um, well, at least you got a girlfriend and good job. Now.
3: I don't, but okay. Uh, neither of those things are true.
1: Well, at least the Mets are playing good baseball. Yeah, well, that's true. All right, well, there's something good in your life. There right. you go.
3: Okay. Uh, angels in the outfield. Boom. Oh, my God. Uh, mighty, mi- mighty Ducks. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then, like, probably some other offshoot of Mighty Ducks up there, too. Okay.
1: Well, I, I pretty much found out why you don't have a girlfriend. Okay. Well, you
3: uh, do. Now you know.
1: Oh my god. Well, what, what, you got you got a Mickey Mouse shirt on right now? I wish. Everything's Disney. My god, I grew up with. What do you want? My Mighty, Mighty Ducks are some of the worst produced sports movies ever. Nah, you're crazy. Is that Emilio of uh, 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 what's a what how do
3: you, what's a, Emilio? <laughs> Emilio Estevez?
1: Estevez, there you go. I know it's Emilio. It was something. All right, uh Graceffo gave us a Three three movies that I think made 150 bucks each. Um, oh,
3: you're crazed! You got to look it up.
1: The Mighty Ducks are that movie. I never got into it. It was like Breakfast Club on ice. All right, uh, Horowitz, your top three sports movies.
2: In no particular order: Miracle, Remember the Titans, yeah, and the Ultimate Underdog Story, Dodgeball.
1: Oh, uh, dodgeball. Did, did I just see some viral video, like the U.S. came back to upset Canada in dodgeball?
2: Is that a real thing? I, I really, I,
1: somebody sent me, uh, like, or retweeted on whoever timeline it was that I follow, and some guy was throwing it at a million miles an hour. I'm thinking, how's this guy not in the major leagues? Seriously, throwing that. And then someone also sent me, have you seen this? It's an uh, an Asian, Japanese, I don't know if it's Korea show where the people put on, they got to race up slippery stairs that are wet.
2: No, but this sounds tremendous.
1: <laughs> where, where where they have to race up and then they when they fall, they knock each other out coming back down. I, I think it's called slippery stairs. I, I think that actually is what it's called. It's called like slippery stairs.
2: You gotta send this to me, I will become their number one fan.
1: Here it is. No, I just I just Googled it. The first ever Slippery Stairs World Championship ESPN 8 The Ocho. I'm looking it's a Japanese Slippery Stairs game show. Where they they go upstairs, they have helmets and different colored uniforms on. They're climbing upstairs. And if one and it's who can get to the top with their bare feet, and then if one guy falls, he takes out everybody like bowling pins. <laughs> this is how am I watching this and I'm entertained by it? It is it. Is, there's not, <laughs> oh gosh, why? Uh, this is almost like Graceffo's top three sports movies. Man. All right, well, I do want to ask the audience. E- Google S- Slippery Stairs Game Show. Or which would you do that for a second, you and Graceffo? Google it. Along where you can get the Kurt Russell movie Touchback where I was the play-by-play voice from like six or seven years ago. Yeah, Slippery Stairs. Uh, there's a couple things connected to the Yankees and the White Sox playing at the field where Field of Dreams was filmed in Iowa. First off, I like the barnstorming idea. I think baseball should do more of it. Every major league team should play a regular season game at their top four minor league parks. It would recreate a barnstorming feel, games that matter, their triple A, double A, high A, and single A. I I, I have to turn this supper stairs off. I, I can't I cannot talk and do the show because we're radio and watch this. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Okay, I have to turn it off. Do you agree with me that Major League Baseball teams, out of 162, you're not asking a lot, 162-game regular schedule, that they play four regular season games total at their top four minor league ballparks? Huge media event locally. They take the game to the people. The game isn't an exhibition game. It counts. Do you agree with that idea? And then off of the Field of Dreams game between the Yankees and the White Sox, they're going to build a temporary 8,000-seat park. Top three sports movies. You just heard Graceffo's Oscar-winning list with Emilio Estevez. That's Martin Sheen's son, right? Am I Correct. Correct. Worst actor ever in a sports movie. Who? Emilio Estevez. Oh, you're
3: nuts. You're absolutely <laughs> crazed.
1: Worst actor you've ever seen in a sports movie where he didn't look like he belonged.
3: Tony Danza trying to pitch in Angels in the Outfield. Which is at the top of your list. Because it's a great movie. Great movie. Great <laughs> movie. Everyone, it's a happy ending. The
1: kids oh are God, living with Danny honor, Glover. Your Honor, bring out the bailiff. Lock him off just... <laughs> just Doesn't matter.
2: Great movie. That's when he Tony Danza would buddy. be
1: like Sylvester Stallone tried to play a third baseman in uh, The Natural, uh, which is another good one. Now Robert Redford in The Natural. I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Jackie Robinson, forty two, was good. That was a good movie. Uh, the movie about Texas Western, what was it called, with uh, from nineteen sixty six? That was a good movie. So your top, your top three. Horowitz, who do you think's the worst actor that was totally out of water in a sports movie that they had no business being there?
2: Oh, I'm racking my brain here. I'm trying to think probably one of those comedies like Happy Gilmore. If There's got to be somebody in
1: there. I thought talking. Adam Sandler played the guy that was a hockey player who was uh, and Bob Barker was absolutely awesome.
2: Oh, Bob, well, it was funny because the first thing that came to my mind was Bob Barker. And I'm like, no, actually, it was great. in that
1: He movie. was. And I thought Sadler, Adam Sandler was great in that uh, movie, too, because he wasn't a not like he was using his hockey stick. And there's, you know, uh, Ted Baxter was the greatest in Caddyshack. That's another. See, there's comedy like Angels in the Outfield is a good comedy. Mighty Ducks, great comedy because they're not real sports movies. Gosh, those movies are horrible. See, if you you know baseball and like it, you can tell when there's an actor that has like that awful swing. That you're like, how's this? No one's going to buy this. How, how
2: about every single NBA player in Space Jam outside of Michael Jordan?
1: Bad. I never like Space Jam. I never like Space Jam at all. Isn't LeBron doing Space Jam too?
2: He is. I think he's filming it now.
1: Did he put Kawhi and Paul George in it?
2: Uh, if he was planning on putting Kawhi in it, I don't think he's in it anymore.
1: <laughs> is Anthony Davis in it?
2: That, yeah, I think they scratched Kawhi, they killed him off in the movie <laughs> and put in, and put the eyebrow in.
1: Yeah, Kawhi and Paul George in Space Jam 2, they get lost and they never find their way back to LA after a big earthquake. Oh, my lord! All right, so top three sports movies. Do you, and our questions will tell the audience. Do you agree with me? Major League Baseball should do a barnstorming tour every year, four games that count, regular season games, at their top four minor league ballparks. Triple A, double A, high A, single A, which all the teams have. Then your are because I love the Field of Dreams thing they're doing. It totally surprised me that baseball would do that. And I, it's probably the White Sox giving up a home date more than the Yankees. That's how they could get it done, because the Sox aren't drawing anybody on the south side of Chicago. For our listeners on AM670, uh, the score. So, and then off of Field of Dreams, really good to do the movie. Top three sports movies of all time. And then the worst actor in a sports movie. The worst. 1 855 2124 CBS. That's 1 855 2124 227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. Here's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at geico.com. Horowitz and Graceffo are back at CBS Sports Radio. I mentioned that I truly dig and love Major League Baseball's idea to build the 8,000-seat temporary stadium, a field in Iowa, field of dreams game between the Yankees and the White Sox, and a real game that will count in the standings in 2020. I then followed up on my statewide show in Michigan earlier this week after that announcement that Major League Baseball should get back to the roots. Barnstorming built the game go play a regular season game in all four minor league stadiums. Now, what the Yankees and some other people could do is you could negotiate a deal. You know, Red Sox, Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, these teams that draw Cubs, mega crowds, right? Cardinals. You could negotiate with a team that doesn't draw and they give up their home dates so it's a game that counts against theirs. It's like the Tigers raise, even though they win. A lot of teams don't draw. There's a way to get it done. I think Major League Baseball needs an overhaul on marketing. They need to attack, and I know we get the Little League World Series and everything now, but they need to get to those kids. They really do. And you go to these cities, and the games count. It's a no-brainer. So you like that idea, yes or no? Uh, Let me know on that. And then off of the Field of Dreams game, and Field of Dreams, arguably greatest sports movie ever. You have to be a baseball fan, though, to appreciate it. If you're not a baseball fan, Field of Dreams is nowhere on your top ten sports movies. Nowhere. Top three sports movies and also the worst actor in a sports movie and the best for one movie. Kurt Russell is her Brooks I I know Costner because he's a baseball guy he's been good at movies but and Denzel too and remember the Titans I mean he was really good fantastic so one eight five five two one two four CBS that's when eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge show on Facebook. Pat in Florida, thanks for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio.
4: No problem, Bill. Great show. Uh, Shia LaBeouf easily as John McEnroe, by far the worst miscast (laughs) actor. What
1: what movie was that? It was Borg McEnroe, or McEnroe Borg. Oh, he played McEnroe. He he was good in the golf movie, remember? What was the golf movie? That was he was pretty good in that. Whatever that movie was, he was I good agree. in that. I didn't know he so played Macaroni.
4: The longest game I ever played, or I forget, I can't remember. What I'm talking about my uh, my movies would be I'm not a baseball fan, so Field of Dreams does not make mine. My movies are Miracle, Hoosiers, oh. and Caddyshack. If you could, or Tin Cup.
1: Oh yeah, Tin Cup. And there's another Co- Costner knocks him out with the. Sports movies. Thank you, Pat in Florida. Yeah, how would I forget Hackman and Hosiers? That's my bad. Uh, Josh in Saint Paul, Minnesota. You're on the Saturday Night Healed show.
0: Hey, how you doing? Uh, that was a lot of questions to answer. It's but so uh, first, I'm against the the minor league thing because I'm from Minnesota and I watched the Twins play in the Metrodome. That was basically a minor league stadium for about twenty
2: thirty
0: years. <laughs> um. Uh, I've I've got Caddyshack, too. He stole my thunder there, but uh, I was also going to throw Slapshot out there.
1: Another great movie. movie. There's almost a comedy list you could do. Slapshot, Caddyshack, Uh, Happy Gilmore, right?
4: What about Basketball?
1: Oh, (laughs) Basketball.
4: That that, That was my third one. My best actor, I was going to say Stallone and Rocky. And my worst actor, I was going to say Scott Bakula in Wildcats. As oh, my
1: God, Scott Bakula the farm. With go- Goldie Hawn, I think, was or in Wildcats. Or Sinbad or Kathy Sinbad, oh, my yeah, God. <laughs> oh, my God, that's almost, a, that's almost an episode of, like, Big Brother for CBS now. It, 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 hey, that's a good <laughs> okay. here. Tonight on Tonight in the House are <laughs> Scott Bakula and Sinbad it, and Goldie Hawn, who will be thrown out. All right, <laughs> thank you so much, Josh, in St. Paul, Minnesota. Night. Yeah, Thank, thank you. I yeah, appreciate you listening. Chase in Washington, you're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Hey,
2: thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You guys are doing great. Thank you. Uh, I was going to come in with
4: my top three, you know, personal favorite, Hoosiers. I think they should have lost man. but I love the movie. Um, remember the Titans, that soundtrack, I
3: love. I'll listen to it any day. The movie's great, too. Um, and then I remember watching it in high school, and I swear the whole class was into this
2: movie. Like, I've never seen it. It's a class of high school kids. You know, we're loud, we're goofy. But
4: Cinderella Man, I thought he was dead.
1: Oh, that is that uh, is Russell Crowe. Did he win an Academy Award for that? I think he might have. That was
4: won won awards.
1: Yeah, and and, then yeah, because Russell Crowe in Cinderella Man and the story of fighting for his family to eat and stuff. I get goosebumps. I just watched that about a month ago, maybe on Showtime, HBO. One of them, and I I can watch that movie time and time again because he just he knocked it out of the park. Uh, That's that's good. Uh, And who's your who's your worst actor ever in a sports movie?
4: I don't have one. But I remember watching Angels
1: in the Outfield, and I
4: don't
1: know if that's a top three. That's t- number one for Graceffo there, Chase.
4: I watched
1: it a lot as a kid. Yeah. and Your parents put it on just to keep you occupied.
0: <laughs> it's true. They had to
1: listen to it. <laughs> yeah, you put it in while you're in the van in the back. Chase, what do you want to watch? Oh, the only DVD we have is Angels in the Outfield. You knew the words. Like my kids, I I never put new DVDs in, and the only thing I had was a, a a two movie DVD that was Will Ferrell movies that were Step Brothers and Talladega Nights. And my kids started knowing at the ages of like six and seven all the words to both movies.
0: That's trouble.
1: Yeah, especially in Step Brothers. That that was not that was not good. Thank you, Chase oh, in Washington. Man, thank you. Yeah, appreciate you listening, my man. If you want to join in, 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. I'll read some tweets coming up here within the next 20 minutes. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. We are back live across North America each and every Saturday night. We hook up. We're all about Huge Opinions. Yours and mine, Horowitz and Graceffo are producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Moraz is coming up in about an hour and 20 minutes. Moraz mania. Now, Horowitz, you quoted a tweet where he now is calling his appearances when they are multiple on CBS Sports Radio as Moraz mania.
2: Yeah, I don't know what that's about.
1: He's a talent. I think he's hilarious. I love his Twitter feed. And he'll be joining everybody all across North America here in about an hour and 15 minutes. He's a good guy.
2: Hickey did tell me, though, as he was leaving and I was coming in, that you're going to start calling your shows the huge hoopla?
3: <laughs> Bill, it's like Hulkamania. you got to catch the wave. It's like Hulkamania. Get it?
1: Uh, the- Mraz Once you... <laughs> You know, because Bill Simonson wasn't sexy when I kind of attached something to, you know, give the show some entertainment value when I was in Oklahoma City. Started out as Captain Huge, but that sounded really Mr. Rogers weird, so I didn't like that. And that lasted about six, eight months. And people say, hey, Captain, what's up? And I'm like, okay, A, I'm not driving a boat. B, I'm not in the military. I'm doing sports. So then it morphed into huge, and then the huge show, and that's better than Bill Simonson. It'd be like you'd have to be the Jimmy G show because James Graceffo just is flat-out boring.
3: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. (laughs) You really know how to give a compliment, I got to tell you. It's
1: funny,
2: the
3: women say the exact same thing
2: too. (laughs) They do. They do.
3: You've even been following me
2: around. Now,
1: Ben Horowitz sounds like an investigative reporter. Tonight on Dateline, Ben Horowitz goes inside the social life of one James Grosefo. On the Horowitz files. That sounds good on the Horowitz files. I like that. He sounds like, you know, Ben Horowitz. I mean, Bill Simons and we sound like a bad accounting firm. Hello, Grisepo and Simonson. Do you have your taxes ready? One eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. We began this hour talking about Major League Baseball doing the right thing and publicly, and from the Commissioner's Office, they really have been trying to throw stuff against the wall and to have this field of dreams regular season baseball game in Iowa. Where the movie was filmed, build a 18, or eight thousand temporary, eight thousand seat temporary stadium. I love it, and then I, I said on my statewide show in Michigan. Why not have every major league team play four regular season games at their top four minor league affiliates? Barnstorming, it's what built the game. Give back to your roots. You know, have those players sign in autographs. You want to get fans and seats. They, they all fell in love with the TV money, which was billions. And then the, the price of their franchises went up because of that guaranteed TV money. It's not going to be there for baseball. Okay? Uh, Tigers. Mm, four years ago, one of the best teams in baseball Their regional network, Fox Sports Detroit, has cut the pre- and post-game down to a half hour. They're not getting anybody showing up for games. That's the reality of baseball. Yes, I know in Houston and L.A. and Milwaukee Cubs, Boston Yankees, now the Mets have bandwagon loaded back up. I get there are spots where it's just flourishing and you can't talk enough baseball but there are other spots where it's just it and maybe those are the teams that go play the four games you know but i think you have to do it across the board and i, I giving up four home dates at yankee stadium is a lot of money but they're making a lot of money and do you want to do you want to fuel the longevity of the game because what major league baseball has missed is getting back to their roots and i'm talking about Touching the people. Autographs. Most teams used to do those exhibition games at their minor league stadiums. But I'm talking, make it a game that counts, that means something. You know, NBA should do that. With 82 games, they should have four games where they go around the state they're in or the region and they they take the game to the people, they make it a spectacle. Even if your team's not any good, if you roll in, you're the Tigers to Erie, Pennsylvania, your double-A team, that, that's, a big, that's a big night, day for that area. And the media coverage and how it just feels so natural about playing the game of baseball because it wasn't about starting the game or playing it because of how big the crowds were. It was because you fell in love with the game, like Field of Dreams playing catch. So that led to our comment about should Major League Baseball go to their four, top four minor league affiliates and play a regular season game every year? And then with feel the Dreams, is it the best sports movie of all time? I think you have to be a baseball fan. Your top three. And then the worst actor ever in a sports movie and the best actor to ever knock it out of the park in a sports movie. And you can answer those questions at one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Thorpe in Pittsburgh. Listening on 93.7 FM. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Good evening. How are you?
1: Doing good, uh, Thorpe.
0: All right. First of all, I think that's a wonderful idea about the baseball. I think that would be tremendous and um uh, I mean, whether it's two games or four games or some iteration would be would be fine. I think that's a great idea. My, my worst um, actors in the uh, sports movie would be a tie be, uh, between Keanu Reeves in The Replacements and Matt Damon in The Legend of Bagger, Bagger Vance. Um, uh, Sheila Buff or whatever, he played uh, Francis We Met uh, in, a, in a movie. I can't remember the name, but it was about him being an amateur winning the U.S. Open at Brookline. Now, as far as sports movies go, I think you have two different distinctions here. You know, everybody says Hoosiers and Miracle. See, I, I don't look at those as sports movies per se. I look at those as more like documentaries because you know how it's going to end. And there's no suspense, no surprise. And whether that movie is good or not is going to depend on how it's adapted to the screen by whatever director does it. I mean, two different directors could take different perspectives in how they show that movie, and that's what makes it good or bad. But uh, and but movies like Slap Shot and Field of Dreams and Caddyshack, those are originals. So I look at those more as sports movies, and the other ones more as
1: documentary type things yeah. well well said and I appreciate your huge opinion on this Saturday night from Pittsburgh let's go to Boston and Frank thanks for the wait and you're on CBS Sports Radio
0: no problem I've got a couple of weird ones here I've got a uh, victory with Sylvester Stallone playing a netminder in World War II Germany Do you remember that one
1: yeah good movie That was a, that was a good movie
0: with Max von Sydow, and, uh, well, Storm, as a goalie, it was really, you know, I, I just remember watching it and going, what the, you know. But I've got a couple of good ones, too. I've got the worst actor would be Gus, the field goal-kicking mule with Don Knotts. That would be a pretty terrible one, if you can remember that movie. <laughs> I, I know that's pretty good. And uh, the other one that I, I've never heard anybody mention would be Gallipoli with Mel Gibson when he's a track, star, track runner before World War One. That's a really,
1: really interesting movie. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Frank. Uh, in Boston, uh, Nate, in our nation's capital in Washington, D.C., you're on the Saturday Night Healed show.
4: Bill, love the show. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, thank uh, you for listening.
4: Look, I'm going to say a lot real quick. So my top movies are Jerry Maguire, Any Given Sunday, Creed, and my wild card is Breaking Away. All right? Then uh, my two, the two worst actors I have, john Clark Van Damme and Kickboxer, Bow Wow and Like Mike, and How Do You Fix Baseball, the Field of Dreams thing is great, but it's not going to really appeal to the millennials. I remember back in the day, in the 70s, early 80s, baseball had 90 minutes. You had This weekend Baseball, and then you had, like, two tutorial type of baseball shows that would come on in D.C., and it was, like, the cool thing to put on your baseball outfit and go play for a baseball team during – the summer. And once they get back to that and they like really had stop having this antiquated thinking of marketing and how we're going to do it. Most of the millennials aren't really thinking about field of dreams because let's be honest. A lot of them don't even know what field of dreams really means. So that was my thoughts there, my friend. Love the show, Bill.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Nate. I appreciate the love there in DC. One thing about the millennials and Horowitz, I know right across the river in Jersey, They have the legalized gambling. Most states, I think Iowa's going to start it, Illinois is close. Tennessee, other states, obviously, in Vegas. I think when betting, it'll be interesting how baseball handles this because we really haven't heard too much. When you have the betting kiosk uh, in Major League Baseball stadiums, I think you'll get a lot more millennials out to the ballpark.
2: For sure. But what they have to hammer out is if you're going to offer the kiosk at the stadiums, arenas, what it be, should they be allowed to bet on the game being played in said stadium or said arena?
1: They're going to have to, because you're going to want to bet on it. Like you go get pizza or it's before the game. Everybody's hanging out, having a cold one and grabbing a bite to eat. You're going to want to bet on the game. You're sitting watching
2: fair, but I don't know if we want to incentivize fans who are at the stadium and in baseball, especially fans can impact the game. Unlike any other sport baseball is the only sport where you could have a fan reach over the fence or interfere with the ball down the line. Um, I don't know if, if baseball, who's, which, which tends to be very conservative on this type of stuff, uh, wants that, that aspect involved where it almost incentivizes fans to get involved
1: like that. Yeah, but they, they, you just use that key word, that conservative thinking. That's why I, I like the Field of Dreams regular season game, thinking outside of the box. I. I, do you think fans are going to have the ability to control a game? They're still not putting in the pitchers or the shift or adjusting or lineups? No, or...
2: But, but what other sport can fans actually interfere in the play of the major sports? It's the only one. I mean, we saw it with the Jeffrey Mayer incident in Yankee Stadium, you know, against the Orioles. You see it with the, the Bartman incident in Chicago. It's the only sport where fans can interfere with a player as he's trying to make a play. Or help or hurt their team. If the visiting team and I'm betting on the home team hits a ball down the line and I'm sitting in the front row along the uh, the left field wall and I reach over to stop it from being a triple and turn it into a you know a fan interference double, I can do that. In basketball, I can't. In football, I can't do that. Uh, I can't do that in hockey. Uh, so so I would be concerned about that.
1: Yeah, in, in baseball, you haven't you've heard a lot about the NBA really pushing for betting. The NFL seems to be moving that way, but You know, that gambling with baseball is a very delicate conversation while Pete Rose is still on the outside looking in at Cooperstown, right? Right.
2: But to that point, though, in reality, anybody in any sport can do that and shave points if they wanted to or or do whatever. Unfortunately, there's not an ideal way of policing that, Uh, but... Baseball is the only one that has that unique problem where fans can impact the game.
1: In the well, way. with the netting though, for safety, going down most lines now, uh, fans won't. be you know, – I know the outfielder can reach over in, in some parks where you can reach over and touch it on a potential homer or, or double. But I, I think for the game, for somebody to be able to go bet, and again, not bet their rent, bet you know their kids, you know school money, is that to drop. 50 bucks with buddies, bet on a game that they sit there and watch. They're going to stay there. They're going to buy concessions. Uh, they're going to go back. It's going to be more enjoyable, and I think baseball will need that. All the callers online, I promise, we got another hour together before Mraz Mania uh, begins on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, you want to join us live, 1-855-2124-CBS. That's one 855 855- 212 at Saturday Huge on Twitter, and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. This episode is brought
0: to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.